on last week's Irrevelations. If Israel is aware, or rather if Judea is aware of your existence, then Isaiah is going to write about your downfall. Is he just kind of fetishizing black people? The Nile f***ing river is going to dry up, he says. (laughs) Which, come on, man. Like, you can't call a shot like that. Yeah, I wonder what God has plans for Jerusalem. Oh, wait, we know that already. It is the good part. It's the part that I wish would happen right now. And that is the Lord's devastation of the earth. (laughs) The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up so that none may go in. There is a cry for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. The, in the city, desolation is left, and the gate is stricken with destruction. That's obviously Chaz. That's plenty. That's done. That's it. So, a bunch of guys are going to get theirs. That's the Bible. Hell yeah. Before we turn to the word, I would like to can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. I gotta say, I love when you and your partner are able Mm. to, like, finish at the same time. Or in our case, start at the same time. Because I haven't had to correct our sinking in months. Oh. Okay. I just love that we're in tune like that. Okay. I like when, when you start, I had no idea what you were talking about. I thought you meant like, when you said you and your partner starting at the same time, I was like, how does it normally work? Is it you starting and then like three hours later she wakes up? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, good. I was hoping Jesus we could Christ. finish at the same time here. Uh, um, I don't know what you meant by that. Yeah, so I didn't mean that. I meant recording, yeah. obviously. I should hope that you and your partner start at the same time. No, I'm jerking off for hours. I'm building up anticipation. <laughs> you're edging. You're edging. Yeah. Yeah. I edge. I mostly. I edge most of the day long. Right. It's good. Especially for you. now that I work from home. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just on a meeting, just kind of trying to keep it seventy percent. Seventy percent hard. Slowly is dribbling where you into keep my sweatpants. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Is that? Mm. I mean, that's the fit. Look, I got the collared shirt on. Right. You got the collared shirt sweatpants, on. Sweatpants, baby. You got sweatpants on. All right. And you're just kind of sort of gently stroking thigh yeah. to, you know, meat right to thigh. Along. Meat to thigh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I need to invent like a thing that does it for me because mm-hmm. obviously productivity has plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> the one hand. Uh, I feel like that there was something. Get, uh, Go ahead. I could get like a miniature keyboard on my mouse. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you could, so I could type and click. But most of those are for right-handed people, yeah. right? Like all the yeah. buttons are for your right thumb. Whereas yeah. if I'm using my left hand, because my I mean, are you are you are you going? Oh yeah, I use my you, left hand, dude. It takes oh, longer. Damn, bro, switch hitter. Yeah, uh, no. Have to mix it up. No. I'm committed when I do it. I'm. It's like I'm just you yeah. Know, I got to go hands free, so I'm just like in between moans, yelling at like my voice commands, be like switch screen, you know, and then yeah. You know, yeah, 
I call my right hand uncle no, and my no. left hand nephew. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I'm Perfect. just right there in the middle. Um, okay. Can we talk politics today? When do we ever do that? Yeah. Let's I mean, it's, once. It, well, yeah. it's a legislative season, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think in most places. I don't know if every... I know some states are like part-time legislature. Some states are like full-time legislature. Utah... Where I am now is part time. To be honest, I have so no idea. I know they do recesses. I've heard that term, but I didn't know yeah. if it was a seasonal thing. It, it, it seems like shouldn't that be their job? Like just nine to five, Monday through Friday, most days. Yeah, well, that's how the federal legislature is. But states usually, most people in state legislatures are like doctors and attorneys and uh, that's like a part time and shit. Gig. Yeah, mm. like sort of part time. I don't know how much money they make. It's probably. F- too much fucking money, but yeah. that's beside the point. I mean, who gives a shit um, about state senators? Every time that there's like a news article that's like I mean, Oregon, they, I think they, Oregon they state senator more. shoots neighbor, I'm like, oh, and then I find out it's a, a state senator. I'm like, oh, who gives a shit? I feel like they probably have more of an impact on your life than federal government. I didn't say that. I just said who gives a shit about. Uh, sure, <laughs> like, I'm sure. sure. You don't I'm give sure. A shit about your life. I'm sure. Yeah. Fuck. You know. I'm, I'm sure there's all kinds of fucking. I remember the big one that affected me here in Florida. Yeah. Was that. And I knew something was fucking wrong with uh, society at this point because oh, yeah? there was a lot of articles coming out that were like, yeah, there's this crazy loophole in Florida where apparently as long as your bullets don't leave your property or cross a highway or road, you can shoot guns on your property as much as you please. And there's no limits. So it started because this guy had a trailer. Sure, like sound limits, though, right? Like noise? No, no. I mean, I guess you could possibly... If you had a suppressed weapon, a you're probably fine. But yeah, uh, suppressed, I, I think that as far as noise ordinances, I think yeah. there is a degree of like sustainability. Like if you were firing full auto for hours gunfire levels yeah you could probably get but i think if you're just plinking you know anyway and in the instance where it was happening there was a guy who was shooting 2-2 long rifle and 5.56 okay at a trailer park inside a trailer park like packed like fucking sardines but he had gone to the effort of building an actual sand berm up to his fence so a six foot high berm and the guy was shooting 22 and on the exact opposite side of the berm was like a person sleeping. So and, yeah, and he was like, "I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not gonna miss. I'm just, pr- I'm just plinking." And it's it was only like a fifty yard range or some shit. Like it was nothing to it. But like people were like freaking probably out. Probably much like, less than fifty yards. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably it was probably fifty feet. But whatever. The point was, the guy was just like plink, plink, plink in his backyard. And here in Florida, who gives a shit? But outside of Florida, like, people were like, like you know, the New York Times was like, can you believe this crazy Florida bullshit where people are just firing guns in their backyard? I'm like, yeah, man, it's fucking badass. Anyway, and, um, the state passed a law that stated that you can still do that in Florida, but you have to have at least, it has to be in a neighborhood where you have at least one acre per residence. Yeah, So if you're out on a farm, you could do it. But not in a twenty foot by fifty foot trailer park slot. Yeah, that's probably better. But that way, not for me. I mean, me. I know you disagree. I here in Orlando, I would fucking light up my back. I'd be up in my. Well, you, you know, could have. 
You could have been doing it this whole time. I could have, yeah, but they until passed. Until the new law. So that's the only time I care about state senators. What were we talking about? Well, so there's a couple pieces of uh, legislation that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was kind of fun. So I, for work, which is not <laughs> long for this world, yeah. my job. You're basically which, unemployable. You know, I practically want to say my last name on this episode. Your brain is kind um, of crippled. Yes, thank you. Agreed. Uh, so I go up to the hill for, for work. Utah, I didn't – it. Oh, I did realize this, but it has like a gorgeous Capitol building. It's actually super tacky and ugly on the inside. Okay. Like they have these nasty paintings and there's a bunch of Mormon <laughs> shit. Okay. But it looks pretty dope from the outside. It's got the vault. It's, it's, like, a ta- it's like a cathedral, you know? All right. Um, anyways, I go up there. I'm hanging out. I'm walking around taking a tour before I do this like reception Why? thing. Why? Why any of this? It's for work. It's okay. Right. The so point is, I'm up. There. I'm there on business. I'm taking photos, of course, and um, I, there's people everywhere. It's crowded, which is a public space. There's nothing, you know, anyone's allowed to go in there. Capitol Hill people, seems like a place it'd be weird. Like I can understand a courthouse being packed as far as like government yeah. buildings where people are coming and going, but why would the fucking Capitol? Be, well, I mean, who I'll gives get a to shit? that. Okay. So one thing is that it's pub- totally public property. So like. For instance, there was a girl with her family and a photographer shooting her like quinceanera photos oh, in there. Yuck! Just because it looks nice in there, and they can't say no, right? Quinceaneras so are ugly. I don't know about Savages. that. I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful dress, regardless. She's a woman now. I think this I don't place know. is crowded. <laughs> this place is crowded, and like I start noticing that these people. First off, it was pretty crazy because it's. I mean, I, I somewhat expected this. I was the only person, I think, in the building wearing a mask. Uh-huh. Felt like a fucking dork, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, going around, and all these people have this HB060 sticker on. And, like, it's like a name tag sticker, but if it was, like, made for people that were hard of seeing. Like, okay. it's, it looks like a name tag sticker, but it's, like, six inches by five so inches. So it's clearly so. some kind of it's political quirky. messaging sticker. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I don't even know what the fuck this bill is about. And so uh, it turns out that it's a bill that was going through the House. So the state's set up just like the federal government. There's a House and then a Senate. And then if it passes both of those, it goes to the governor to, like, be signed. Mm -hmm. So through the House yesterday was HB060, and they showed up in force to support it. And it's a bill that makes basically your vaccine status a protected class. Oh, so God. It makes it illegal for a private business to Im- to deny employment or entry upon your vaccine status, just as if it was your race. Huh. As if it was your race. That's yeah, interesting. Or race or sexual orientation or whatever. Yeah. Well, sexual orientation makes more sense because both yeah. are a choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel Dalzell would like a word. <laughs> well, okay. The point is that it is, of course, I believe the first protected class that is, in fact, a choice, legitimately, right? Is what is the vaccine status one? Yeah. Um. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think sexuality is actually a choice, guys. I'm just fucking with you. But I am. I know that. I am. I. I do wonder. If they're, yeah, because I, I feel like a protected class is something that is inherent and that there is a separation, that there should at least be a separation on choice. 
But I also think that like maybe like like religion is a protected class, right? Is it not? Uh, it yeah, seems like it seems like you couldn't like maybe. deny Muslims, you know, or Jews. Yeah, like that would be a no-no. Well, they, that kid. I mean, that that Colorado bakery didn't have got away with not giving gay yeah. gay cakes. Well, I think that's because the nature of the work. It's not like they if that gay they, couple they had, had to participate. Come in, if that gay couple had come in and be like, "Hey, we just want a happy birthday cake," right? Yeah, then. Maybe it would have gone like maybe they would have had to be like wait a minute are you two kissing no get the fuck out of here you know like that would have been different but like when it's specifically like hey I want to have a cake to celebrate the fact that we're getting married that's where they enter the territory like well the very nature of the participation even though I disagree with them and I'm like hey guys you're you're a bunch of pansies just make the fucking cake yeah yeah like yeah. like like as if your work fucking matters. Who gives yeah, a shit? Like if their if their place burned down, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. My cake will not be defiled this way. Shut up, idiot. But yeah. um, it's I, literally going to be turned into shit. But in the because I just got back from New York City uh, from Valentine's uh-huh. Day weekend, and that was one of the things. One as in everything, it was a little hit or miss. But that was the first time I ever experienced the quote unquote vaccine passports. Yeah, is which that, was the same in Vegas when we went there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, we we yeah. had I had to have it. I had to have my phone on me everywhere I went, and I it, to go buy a bagel. Here's my driver's okay. license. Here's my fucking vaccine card. Here's a photo. Okay, cool. And ninety nine percent of the time that they asked to check it, they're like, "Yeah, sign. All right, come on in. Who gives a shit?" And then half the time they just didn't even check it. So sure. I, you know, but. The concept of here's my medical, here's some proof that I have performed some medical procedure as I enter the facility, I don't give a shit one way or the other. Like, I'm not going to cry about it or, like, uh, honk in Ottawa or whatever, you know, honk at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to fucking waste my time protesting it. But I did, was like, I was like, that's a little bit weird. Uh, so, to that point, if I were to enter a building, and some guy was like, hey, man, are you gay? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, show me a photo of you fucking kissing a lady or you can't order a sandwich. Or, <laughs> you know, or even more, obviously, if they're like, hey, are you black or if you, are, you, uh, are you Jewish? You got a little Jewy face to you. Like, get out of here. Those all things yeah. I would say, hey, a business should not be doing that. So in that regard, I kind of agree with the vaccine, anti-vaxxers. I, I, I would agree with that status, like get fucked. I, you I, don't think that a company should be able to say, like, for instance, let's say that you run a clinic that treats cancer patients <laughs> um, that are highly susceptible. <laughs> I, I, to- I understand, and this is kind of one of those things where I, I understand the concept of hey, by not taking the vaccine, you are essentially putting yourselves and others at risk. But I also feel that way about like the flu shot. I don't usually get the flu shot, not because I care or am afraid, just because I'm lazy. Like a separate yeah. trip to CVS to get flu, I don't get. It. Just let me have the fucking flu. I know that ultimately that's way way more inconvenient. And when I get the flu and I'm out of action for four days and feel like dog shit the whole time, I'll wish to God that I had just taken the half hour to drive to CVS and got the shot. But sure, I usually don't do it. I'm fucking lazy. If I were to enter a building and be like, hey, I'd like to get a fucking pastrami sandwich, you know, and they're like, whoa, 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 have you had the flu shot? I'd be like, go fuck yourself, you know? Yeah. If they asked me if I had my appendix Yeah, but out, you can do that. You can tell them to go fuck themselves and, yeah, and leave. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, I guess. But I would also, if it was, 
If it was widespread, just don't go there. If it was widespread, wasn't that the nature of regulation and laws in the first place? Is that well, in New York, it's mandated every, that they have to. Yeah. So you're talking about something totally different. Well, because I, here in Utah, for instance, let's say that this law doesn't go because right now businesses are allowed to do that, mm-hmm. and there's like two places I know of. One is this like uh, highbrow film society mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that requires vaccines because you know it's a bunch of people sitting together. And they ask that you show your vaccine card when you with your ticket. Mm-hmm. And then one is a theater that does it as well, like a, a live production theater. They like to do that. I think it's pretty insane to take away their right to do that. Um, it, what if I was to go to a swimming pool, right? Yeah. And I'm trans. And I've got yeah. rocking tits. Goddamn, they're fucking... Big and juicy yeah. and delicious, right? But I've also got my big old peen, right? And I'm like, yeah. I want to go in my bikini, you know? And I should be allowed to do that. If yeah. the owners of the pool or the establishment were like, sorry, man, I got to see some sort of evidence that either you show me your dick's cut off or I see some fucking receipt for the surgery. You're not allowed in until I get some satisfaction that you have followed my medical. I, I think that would be, in a similar vein, none of your goddamn business Go fuck yourself. Is that a is that a health risk? I mean, to someone, it, I don't think it is. But certainly, that argument not. is being made, right? Is I it, mean, it's how is it a health risk? I don't know if it's a health risk, but it is. Well, that's the point. But these these filthy savages are saying that it's perverting their children's minds, and then eventually they're going to get into meth. That's what happens. You see a trick, you get into meth. Yeah, Probably but if, turquoise. if you don't, just don't go to the pool with with them. If if you're so afraid of your children seeing something that you don't like, then right. don't take them. Well, to a okay, but pool. you're you're conflating the argument now because you're kind of taking the wrong. You're, you're taking the opposite point. The, no, I'm not. Well, my point is: should a business have the right to ask patrons things about their medical history prior to serving them? And I feel like the vaccine is the only instance. This vaccine has become the only instance I can think of where that has happened. If it was the flu shot, I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. And if every business, if all of a sudden it became... But it's not the flu, It's not the flu, though. But if everyone did, if everyone did, if every business was like, hey, we're going to start asking if you have the flu vaccine, if they cared enough. We don't care about all the deaths from the flu. Who gives a shit, you know? The flu well, yeah, kills not, a lot of people. It's nowhere near as prolific. Yeah. It's not as deadly as coronavirus, but it is yeah. deadly, right? Sure. Uh, and it kills a lot of people. If we decided, but the point is, we as Americans, generally speaking, don't give a shit when people die, which is fine and great, and I love this country with patriotism. Sure, but if we somehow decided to give a shit about the flu vaccine, we'd be in the same boat. And I could see the same argument, like, well, either take the vaccine or you're a fucking cunt. Sure, okay, but I don't know that I agree with businesses I think, asking for. It. I, I think you're know. making a good case for why the government shouldn't mandate that all businesses do check it. But I think businesses should still be free to do it. It's not there isn't anything that's a one to one comparison. And if a company did want to require you have a flu shot to come in, then they should be allowed to. I mean, I mean that, I don't know. imagine if they simple. were like, I mean, because you're you you're, you're basically saying don't that don't go because you can just start a business because yeah. there will never be a situation where every business does that. It's literally you're talking about a made up scenario that could not. All happen. right, let's say let's say you're a bakery 
and you don't serve black people. And everyone's like, why don't you do that? He's like, well, I read something all about FBI statistics. All you're doing is using false so it's like, all right, well, you're, you're fucking... The, the, no, you're trying to make an argument that businesses should have the right to deny service based on something that doesn't have anything to fucking do with them, really. It does have something to do with them because it's a public health hazard. <laughs> because the public black, health hazard in a general sense of the word... So? Like, it is... Yeah, in to, in to be fair, if you are not vaccinated, you are fucking over the economy. You are helping keep the shit go longer. Yeah. You're a bunch of cunts. Agree. It's that easy. But you don't have don't to but. You uh, can yeah. you can just agree. No, no. I'm not even I, I feel like I'm like that? not to be Jesus's advocate here, but I'm pretty sure we should treat all people equally. I don't know. That's I I I, I hate the unvaccinated, especially the ones that are doing it for political motivation. Dude, it is treating people dumb as hell. Everyone who gets the vaccine can go in. That's treating people equally. <laughs> Well, then that, you can make that argument about like religion. Then you sound like you sound like someone's wife right now oh, on Facebook. God, because you're just you're like, well, next thing you know, they're going to make us wear stars on our uh, yeah. on our uh, shirts. Uh, no, you can you can make the argument about religion. You can make the argument. About, well, sorry, we don't fucking serve Muslims. Well, you could change to Christianity if you either either change to Christianity or go find another fucking Publix. I don't know. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, I I I I, I agree with the law. That we should not have anything on the books that denies service on something that fucking trivial. I don't think it's trivial though. Like if, you, if it's because you can't def- define how trivial it is. Although I mean, okay, let, now I'm now I'm not devil's advocate to my own devil's advocate. What if I came in and I had just shit my pants? You know, you can be thrown and, anyone anywhere can deny you service for that. Absolutely. Yeah, That's I, I, I think, legal. I, and and I, you'll see people throw around like, "Oh, it's a HIPAA violation." No, no, no. It's a HIPAA violation if your doctor, uh, if you go to your doctor, you're like, I, "I refuse to get vaccinated," and then the doctor tells everybody about it. You know, like, well, yeah, because like you have to have a certificate that shows that your dog is a service animal. You don't have to say what, you know, di- like disorder you have that requires you to have a service dog. You just have to show the piece of paper. That means you can have a service dog with you. That's not a HIPAA violation, yeah, guess, obviously. Well, yeah, so service dog. There's another one, you know. Uh, yeah, you have to have I the papers for it. Is. No, well, no, you don't have to have your papers. Papers or, like, it has to nah, be wearing nah, something. No, 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 no. You can just... It, the, the, they the, can the, ask the ruling, you. They can ask you. They can ask you two questions. Is this a service dog? And what service does it provide? And you can be like, yeah, it's my C&I lizard. They go, all right, sure. They, they can't ask you what your illness is, and they can't ask for any documentation to prove it. Um, it's a fucking... I think the documentation is po- is a possibility. No, 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 you're not. Well, are you arguing that they should have documentation? Because they don't need no, it. No, I, th- I thought that that was a thing. No, 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 there's no... Okay. You, on demand, you can't force anyone to like show an official documentation. You can only ask... I would imagine if a woman has a C&I dog and they're like, "Oh, it's a golden retriever," you know, C&I dogs are black or whatever. You know, like there's nothing. You know, you just you just have to take them on. But we we we. I would imagine that if it was a problem, that we would they would develop some sort of like a little card you had or whatever, and it would make sense. And I don't think anyone would be pissed about that. Uh, sure. I mean, why not? I, it doesn't have to say what what's wrong. The point is that it's not a HIPAA violation because it doesn't show what's wrong with you. It's something that's very generic. The, the apply, you know, everyone's got the same fucking card. Doesn't say, oh, I, I'm, you know, was that was got that, AIDS or whatever? I I feel like we're at an impasse. I get what you're saying. We don't need to keep. It's not going to get more okay. interesting to have. So us we can do another bill. Well, we push. need to talk about something because t- today's episode sucks. <laughs> All right. What was the other thing? I but yeah, I, I I agree with them, even though I hate them, and that's uh that's my curse to bear. 
Sometimes right, I agree I'll, with people I hate, unfortunately. I will I will do the I will be the bigger man and still be your friend. Um, <laughs> the other the other fun story and this one shouldn't be a problem. All right. Uh, did you hear about what what our friend uh in the wheelchair down south in Texas signed? Uh give it to me. Explain it to me. So I'll read you just the lead of okay. this uh, article. Tease me. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered state agencies to investigate reports of transgender kids receiving, like, care related to that, you know, gender-affirming, whatever, Mm -hmm, care, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be investigated as child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I do think we're going to disagree on this, too, probably. Are we? I don't have an opinion on this one. You don't have an opinion on it? I mean, okay, that's not true. I think that's... There's this is to, and I'm not even going to state what my opinion is. I'm just going to because I'm afraid. But I will say, <laughs> but I will say I have had this argument, and I won't say which side I was on it. But yeah. of like where it was like, oh yeah, it's a 12 year old boy or whatever yeah. who's undergrowing, who's taking hormone blockers and undergoing this is not, I, like this is therapy. not for medical medical treatment. It's for like therapy. That's like, like gender psychological therapy. Yeah, um, like letting them basically wear the clothes it. of the gender. That yeah. seems like that'd be hard to prove. I, I, and I, I've heard this. I well, mean, because like it is a very, it's purposely broadly worded, oh, and okay. it's just you know how it is. Hey, this kid's fucking weird. Investigate the parents. Yeah, uh, I see a kid in a dress. Let's call CPS. Uh, that makes sense for texas since a lot of their laws especially their new abortion law seem like they're like yeah we know this is not really it doesn't have much legal teeth to it there's not much but it is going to go a long way towards making the lives of people we hate fucking miserable yeah like we we, we know we're not going to pass a law that actually does anything but it is going to empower your neighbor to fucking make your life shit if they want to um, so that, that seems more likely that they're like, yeah, kid's weird. Let me call CPS. Let me pull them out of school, embarrass the parents. That could make sense. Yeah, and without, without really knowing what the It's obviously says. built to be petty, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and I haven't read the whole law either, but, uh. Good. I mean, obviously. The one I thing you wanted to talk idea. about, you didn't read the law? You don't know what it says? Well, I'm not going to read a whole, dude, do you think I can read fucking. <laughs> you were in the capital and you didn't have a chance to read a single law? This was in Texas. I know. Whatever. Not in Utah. Read a good law. Um, I disagree. I mean, I disagree with that. I'll say that. Uh, especially the whole child abuse part of it. Like that's pretty ostracizing. Um, I I don't know. I I saw this one documentary that was ah, polarizing. I'll say about um, trans kids. Yeah, trans kids, and. Most of them seemed deeply unhappy, but the one that was major was it was like a six-year-old boy, and it starts, the documentary starts, because it's an anthology of a bunch of kids kind of living their life and going along their path, blah, blah, blah. And again, it's a snapshot, and it's a little bit weird, you know, like one of the kids was a, I think, trans boy to girl. I wasn't paying that much attention, to be honest, but I think she was a trans boy to girl. And she was, like, an activist, and she was, like, famous. And she'd been doing it for several years, and they kind of followed her at the start. And, like, by the end of it, like, several years later, they're, like, book deals, are going to signings, and the mom's making all this money. And the boy girl, I can't remember which one. I'm not saying sure. that, like, uh, not, not derogatory. I just I know, can't I remember what she was, 
he or she was trying to be. Sure. I can't remember. It was kid looked weird. I don't know. But anyway, not to be offensive. I don't know. It's just a weird looking kid. I couldn't tell. Some something androgynous about it. Um, okay. But was just like tired of it. Like I don't want to do this anymore. You know. And the mom was like, "Yeah, but you're a hero to people." And like all these grown ass fucking like trans people are like walking up like can i have a hug you're such an inspiration to me it's like leave the little kid alone you know i, I don't know that was an yeah, example I think any, that was weird. i think any case of someone politicizing their child should be treated as child abuse um and then there Absolutely. was one there was one that was super weird the last one and that, that's where i kind of get the idea of like it seemed pretty neutral on its tone so i didn't know quite what the documentary was trying to say but the last one was that it was this woman a single mom who has like a six-year-old and she's like reading the kid books about like, and then I realized I was a girl. It was all trans, I guess, trans books, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. Like the whole point was like, it's okay to be trans, right? Like affirming. Yeah, affirming, affirming. But it's like a homeschooled six-year-old. So it's not like he would ever have access to any of this material from the outside world. It's you are, you are the sole source of this information to the child. And they went to like a special LGBTQ plus positive church and they're all like yeah you're trans you're trans like she wants to come up and say how trans she is blah 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 and then like they were like all about it and then they went to vi- like live with their grandpa for a while and like the second the grandpa's like no nah, man here fucking chop a log fucking we're gonna do some dirt bike and the kid's like yeah i'm a boy again and it's it just like she came out of it and was like yeah by the way i'm completely red pilled now and fucking trans transness is mental illness and it's all fucking dog shit i was like oh well you're just you're all over the place, lady. You don't really have anything going for you, you know. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so sounds I, like a mess. The again, that's a very. I don't know what the point of the documentary was, and they're probably they can film whatever they want. They can show whatever they want. It, it, it's going to have some kind of subtle messaging. It seemed yeah. ultimately that their point was it, to show. It doesn't sound super subtle. Yeah, yeah, and and every every they they showed a couple more. I think they showed two more people like their lives and stuff like that, and one of them was like. Uh, a teenage male to female who was like struggling in the dating world and she could only find like gay guys but the gay guys are like yeah well I kind of like you because you're kind of a dude but you kind of look like a chick and I don't like that anymore it was like they all seem generally unhappy right yeah is that is that what it's like for trans people in general is that sort of the going rate or is it just those four people and you're trying to blood a portion I don't fucking know Uh, I mean I I would imagine that the trans community would say no like, I'm sure they would say no, but there's a lot of there's a lot that goes on as far as like create a narrative and a message and saying, hey, I'm going to be ha- I'm going to I think there's a lot of desperation on the idea that I'm going to be happy. I'm unhappy now. And I have dysphoria, you know, not all of them have dysmorphia or whatever, but but I'm unhappy now. And if I just take these steps and become who I think I need to be, I'll be happy. And the documentary kind of was showing that, like, well, let's watch people who actually went and did that. And it turns out they're not, they're still not happy sometimes. Well, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, is that, if you cherry pick your. Yeah, is people. that representative of the whole group? I don't fucking know. But probably not. I, as far as a law that kind of says that, like, encouraging that, or uh, I think that's too much, but I don't, I don't really yeah. know what the answer is. I, 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 I think there's certainly even farther down the line, there's that kind of argument about, like, giving 12-year-olds, like, endocrine blockers and and even that's a little bit more. Like, there's certain people that think, like, uh, there's certain people that, that are like, yeah, yeah well, so if they... When you talk about, when you talk, like, with teenagers, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right. They want to, if they're, like, six, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're going through puberty. I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about, like, younger kids, then I'm like, I'm glad that I don't have to have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I 
feel like let kids do whatever they want, but I come from a position where I hate children. So True. I, I don't care. But like, definitely when it comes to just like being gender, like from a purely therapeutic standpoint, being gender reaffirming, like if the, if your kid, you know, born a girl decides that they feel more like a boy and you're just like, yeah, go for it. I don't think that the government needs to. Uh, no, I agree. And I think that was one of the funnier. Well, I don't know. That's now we're no. I, I waffle on things. I waffle on things yeah. sometimes. Like I remember growing up, it seemed like the argument was like gender is kind of meaningless, right? Like they'd be like, yeah. "Oh, there's a girl that plays baseball. Wow, we she needs to go in the kitchen. I'm like, just let her fucking play baseball. Who gives a shit? You know, I'm a guy who likes planting strawberries. Does that make me a woman? Maybe." But yeah. yes. <laughs> probably probably have a big old sandy vagina. But um, you know, it you know, whatever. And then somehow in the last ten years it kind of seemed like, oh, well, if you're a girl that likes baseball, you're probably kind of a dude. Like you can tell everything about gender based on the things you like to do and your hobbies and shit. And I don't know. I know it's more it's than that, but yeah, so it yeah, it obviously is more than that. I I see your point and like um it's kind of the rise of like trans visibility, I think, has made it where especially for people going through that, for people that are, you know, transitioning, etc., that having those stereotypical masculine or feminine traits is helpful for, like, establishing that, I guess. And so that's probably what where that comes from, yeah. I would assume. Whereas, of course, at the end of the day, everyone should be comfortable to do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I remember when I was, like, seven or eight... There was my the thing I wanted more than anything in the world was an easy bake oven, Hell and yeah. my parents were like, "No, you're not. That's gonna turn <laughs> that shit'll turn you gay." And I was like, "All I, I was like, I couldn't understand it. I was like, I understand that the commercials are feminine and it's a bunch of like little girls making cupcakes, but to me, I was like, you mean to tell me that I could have an endless supply of fucking cupcakes? I fucking love cupcakes. <laughs> my mom is." gatekeeping all the fucking cupcakes in the world i almost never get cupcakes unless it's a birthday at school like i just want all the cupcakes on the world and if i had an easy bake oven i could do it but my mine is much funnier than that uh because it has nothing to do with like toys i was you know i don't i had like the mcdonald cook make mcdonald's burger toy but uh mm. the moment that my parents had that scare was <laughs> I, it's burned into my memory, which is horrible because it's like, oh, it's been fucking 25 years probably. Yeah. I, I was like a sixth grader at a new school and there was these little tiny kids, right, at the school as well because it had like a bunch of grades combined. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home to my mom and I was, she was like, oh, how's, you know, the school? Da, da, da. I'd gone from a Christian school to an elementary, like normal mm-hmm. public school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's like all the little kids there too. There was like this one little boy. He was so cute. <laughs> because he was he like had this huge backpack and it was cute it was adorable. no i know like, yeah i i i call i call my grown mom, men cute all the time and I, and my mom i could just see it in her eyes and i realized i had misstepped even as a <laughs> as a fucking like 10 or 11 year old whatever yeah. i was and she like treated me weird for a little bit and like i don't know if she would acknowledge that now it's a very uh, okay. weird and personal story to share yeah. but uh it was bizarre where she was like oh god <laughs> cute huh Cute, huh? Yeah. I, yeah, it really bothered her. I suppress those feelings a lot. Like, uh, it's usually the opposite direction. Like, I, I saw a kid. I was at the cafeteria at college, and some, like, not high school. Like, like I guess they'd use one of the art rooms for, like, an elementary school summer thing or whatever. But there was, a, there was like, a couple of nine-year-olds running around, like, the college yeah. campus. <laughs> oh, no. And that was weird, right? But they go yeah. to the cafeteria, and, like, this, like, 
fat, pudgy nine-year-old. I mean, we're talking like <laughs> the fat kid from Stand By Me is like running yeah. around and tripped on someone's backpack from the table right next to mine. So he planted and landed, just sprayed his food fucking everywhere on my chair, like right next to me. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah! <laughs> you know, I just pointed at him. And I was like, how cute is that? And like everyone just kind of looked at me and was like, that's fucking horrible. Like the fucking fat kid fell. I was like, guys, you, do we not like when fat kids fall? Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only like... one? Am I the only one? <laughs> I, uh, I remember as long as we're throwing our parents under the bus, I'll help. Um, I'm trying to remember what my dad, my dad was doing something and I was playing baseball and I'm awful at baseball, historically. Scared of the ball. Don't like playing. I'm bored out of my mind. I got ADHD off the fucking charts. Yeah. They, they would just send me to fucking left field and be like, just leave him there, you know. Uh, yeah. Don't even let him go to bat. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> uh, and my dad played in the Little League World Series champion. I, yeah. He might – I don't even know if he won. I feel like – he told me a long time ago the uh, the – God – Something Tigers, Scranton Tigers, some shit. Cause you just don't want to ask him about it again. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't want to go fucking into it, you know. But he was big into baseball, loved it his whole life. It turns out his kid sucks. Both kids hate it. Like, this this, this sport's boring, you know. But I remember my, I was like, well, you know, one day I was like, you know what? Today's the day I'm actually going to pretend to be interested, and I wanted to work on pitching. And I asked my dad, like, hey, will you catch with me? I'm going to learn. I'm going to practice pitching, you know. And my dad's like, no, I'm busy. And my mom, like, stopped him and said, Gino, just so you're aware, a lot of gay men reference having a bad relationship with their father. <laughs> and my dad was like, fine, I'll take him fucking pull, throw the ball around as long as it doesn't turn him gay if I ignore him this one time. It was, like, it was such a weird experience. It's like, I just want to, I don't know. I didn't think that that was That'd a mistake. Be... <laughs> they need to make a gay version of Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> like, where I was just like, Dad, look at my art. He's like, eat shit, asshole. I'm like, I'm going to suck a cock later. You're going to fucking watch me. You <laughs> don't the know, end of the man. song. It's, instead of the verse about the son not having time for the dad, it's the son sucking dick at the truck stop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, are we still going to go out? You weren't at my graduation. And then as you see me, like, ironing my skirt. It's <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> Uh, I'm just well, we're definitely getting canceled for today's opener. Yeah, this one's bad. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I just, I was like, fuck it. Today's the day. Today's the day. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I guess, I, so I, I I feel completely neutral about the Utah law. I disagree with the um, uh, there we go. Texas law. Although well, we I understand, I, I, I don't so. know what to do with trans rights as a political spectrum. Like, I feel like, it, to me, it's, like, up there with, like, um, gun laws, like, gun control with the Democrats, where I'm, like, I don't know why this is so important to you as far as messaging goes. Like, when when Trump was running for president, and they're, like, yeah, we got to get more trans in, more trans bathrooms, and we got to make more trans laws. Like, yeah, that's important. I agree in principle. I don't know why that's your opening line, though. I don't know why that's your main selling point. It's not that Did you think popular. it's too controversial? I just yeah. don't think it's that popular. Like, I don't even think it's, I mean, yeah, a little bit controversial, sure. People people will argue it. But I just, like, I agree with you. Shut up. Like, argue something else. The whole, like, we got to ban every gun under the sun. I don't agree with that. But um, don't you have, like, education to worry about and, like, you know, uh, inflation and stuff like that. Like, it, it just seems like it you, seemed like you, something that was just feeding the Republican hate machine. 
and riling up there like you know they're making kids gay and they're injecting little 12 year old girls with needles against their will they're making them trans and it's like that's not really what's happening but it, it, it is hurting votes i think the answer to that question and then we can probably get to the bible here soon mm-hmm. the answer to that question is that both sides of the aisle love 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 to focus on issues that they can't really do anything about mm-hmm. right like you're not going to solve transphobia in america no matter what you do, no matter what law you put on the books, right? You can obviously make it safer to some regards, but not a lot of stuff you can do. Same with guns. You can't just take up all the guns, all right? So you can have this push and pull bullshit. Use it to drum up money from your sponsors, right? I mean, hell, they're, they're, I think they're almost working in tandem on this, right? Because it gives you a softball pitch for an ad for the Republicans from the one side. It, it gives you this ability to have these big, scary things. And they are important to a, to a degree, I agree. Obviously, the trans people should be safe and shouldn't be persecuted. Um, guns, obviously, that's a whole other thing. We don't have to get into it. I think trans people need to get buy guns. Trans people should have guns. Buy I, guns. There's something we can definitely I'll tell you on. what. When CPS comes to take your little fucking freak kid, shoot them. You sound like a leftist now. <laughs> I feel like that's the leftist stance. Most of them, like, you know, that aren't libs, they're, pro- they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, you need a gun because yeah. fuck the... Imperialistic I need a US bunch government. of commie trans kids armed to the teeth. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. I think yeah. we all agree with that. So the point is that they, they, I think they like to circle around these issues that are more cultural and less like actually impactful, not about education or healthcare. But I feel like, like, and this is the key point, like, like the right and the left arguing about trans rights, arguing about gay marriage, arguing about guns and stuff like that. I feel like it only helps the right. Like, like I feel like, like it's the right. They're like, hey, did you hear that there's a drag queen reading at a library? And like the left is like, yeah, we don't really give a shit. And they're like, ah, get out and vote. They're gonna fucking indoctrinate your kids and shit. You know, like it, it seems so much more effective. Whereas, like the left is like, well, we gotta help all these trans people. And like a bunch, of, it's like, yeah, all right, sure, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, but they'll. Here's the thing, though. Like you can't. They're gonna have that no matter what because they'll just lie, right? Like this whole CRT thing. Mm-hmm. Is just completely horseshit, right? It's literally just they're trying to. Anyway, they're they're super confused about that. No one on the right understands what CRT even means. I'm convinced, and I mean literally none of them. Um, <laughs> Probably not. So, it, but they but they still sure as fuck use it as evidence that the Marxists are invading our. It, school it's system. communism teaching Shut that white people up. are evil, right? Like that's that's what CRT is. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. liberals hate communists just as much as Republicans do. Yeah. I don't get why they would. No, it's just so far off base that I don't know. So it doesn't. My point being that like you have a point, I guess, a little bit, and that yeah, these things are like hot button and make an easy ad for a Republican guy, but they'll they'll make an easy ad regardless. They'll just fucking lie about you. Yeah. So sure. I don't. What are you gonna do? Whatever. Speaking you of, what we uh, need is. Oh, go ahead. I was, was going to say, speaking of death to Israel, let's talk about the Bible this week. <laughs> no. There's a there's something everyone agrees on. Uh, pro, certainly pro God Israel. does. Pro oh. Israel. Um, I'm having some yeah. vitamins. Uh, that's probably the way in that American politics is the least Christ-like. Okay, is that most American politicians love Israel? Sure. Whereas God clearly doesn't. Clearly hates um, him, yeah. Yeah. As you can tell, we're transitioning to the Bible yeah. today. Uh, some of you probably think we're late on this episode. No. This is on purpose. Yeah. We're going to start releasing on Wednesdays. We're transitioning. Oh, God. To Wednesday release. <laughs> this is but, who we are now. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's, it's like, who we always were. 
But all that Sunday yeah. shit, that was us just trying to fit in with society. So we need to, we want to be able to just like lazily record over the weekend at some point and then have a couple days to get the editing done and blah, blah, blah. So obviously eventually this will just lead to us recording on Wednesdays like we are. Right yeah. Now. And then release it on Sundays. Some, <laughs> so, yeah, we're eventually, eventually we're going to start recording on Wednesdays, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah. So we can shotgun pump this episode out. And then eventually we're going to be like, well, you know what? Let's record on Wednesdays and then release on Sundays. And honestly, the only yeah. one to suffer is uh, you, the listener. Yeah. As you should. Mm-hmm. Woe unto thee. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're on episode 153. Sounds right. Or four. Uh, I Could go. think three. 152 is our last Could go one. either way. We'll Ooh. say three. I'll check that as we continue to talk. But uh, Well, ASMR. I don't know what it what? is. What? What's that term? ADR. ADR. Well, ADR. Well, ADR, the correct episode as the episode releases. Oh, uh, sure. I'll just look. That, this is good content. This is good content. <laughs> and it's not like anyone cares. Like you can, It's on no. Spotify. It's on the I, And most people Twitter. stop listening, I think, when we get to the Bible anyways. Yeah, this I is do. 153. Um, episode 153, we're still in the fucking book of Isaiah, which well, I'm going to warn you now. The reason we talked so long leading up to the Bible today is because we're just going to zip through this shit. It yeah, sucks. we don't fucking care. It's boring. There's a, there's, there's a couple no of things there's a couple of things we're gonna talk about, but they're more like highlights. Like there's nothing. Yeah. It's it's all the same. We're we're gonna do twenty five through thirty five, ten fucking chapters. Yeah. And and we I'm trying to remember what part of the Bible we did. I think it was like Moses Psalms we did in one day. Psalms we did in one day. But I was thinking of um Psalms is a good example. I was thinking of like Leviticus and Numbers, where like oh, okay yeah. these chapters all basically say hey worship God. Uh, pay Psalms was like that too. It was like, yeah, it says worship God. Uh, God likes even scales. God doesn't like cheats. He's gonna say it yeah. eighty times. We're gonna say it, it eight times. We're very repetitive. Lot, yeah, but and so, this feels repetitive. I mean, maybe it's not. I can't even like look at it long enough to tell. But it seems some, repetitive. There's some general themes we'll cover. And the the only reason that that we're doing as many as we are today is because. We have seen ahead in the distance an oasis, or at least a mirage of one, of what a looks shift. like some actual good reading. So that's what that'll be next week. You have that to look forward to. So yeah, we'll, we'll sum up this bullshit before we move to a tonal shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, with no further ado, chapter 25 of the book of Isaiah. Was it 25 or 26 we're supposed to start on? Uh, 25. We ended on 24. Okay. Cool. Chapter 25 of the book of Isaiah. Because uh, last week was all like all the people were gonna fucking murder, right? Yeah, and then but we it just get back is like, into that this time. Too. And then this one is again a tonal shift of oh god, you're so great, but you're also crazy dangerous. Yeah, it starts. So the the title that my Bible gives to chapter twenty five is praise to the Lord. Like Cole just said, it's all about exalting His name. Uh, it's all about um, how He tears down foreigners' cities, which is cool. I don't yeah. know. Cool. Important. Uh, It it is a weird... This is one of those things where I don't... I haven't read the New Testament, of course. I haven't even read the Old Testament. I've read what we've read thus far. Um, You, audience, you're basically the same place I'm at. Um, It seems different. And I know this is a common theme of like Old Testament God versus New Testament God. But the Old Testament God, 
is pretty much well summed up in this. Like, oh God, you will wickedly wreck the shit out of people. You'll destroy cities. You'll murder everyone inside. You'll burn the whole town. But you're also nice to widows. You know, you help out some kids here and there. Yeah, you're pretty nice. You know, sometimes you're you're a yeah. you're a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. But you know, also uh, you will bring a fortified city to ruin and murder foreigners. So it's it's like he just threw you a. a- chicken carcass that he had eaten almost clean mm-hmm. but you're like thanking him for the little tidbits you found right. attached to some of the joints and also know? it was your chicken Morsels. like he took yeah. it from oh, you yes. murdered it and then like threw you a bone it's actually not a chicken it's your infant child but you're referring it to <laughs> it as a chicken so as not to lose your mind <laughs> right <laughs> it's chicken it's chicken uh well yeah. that is funny because like you, you reminded me of uh god what was that siege that one city yeah. In Jerusalem? Where, kids? It wasn't Jerusalem. It was the northern. It was, uh, yeah, that city. In right. Ephraim or whatever. Way up there. I can't remember. I thought it was. What was uh, the capital of. I thought it was the capital of the northern town because a prophet was involved. I think it was. Um, who's the one that goes up in a flame tornado? Uh, is he. Or no, there's the two that. Elijah or Elijah. Yeah, Elisha was one of them. Uh, they, yeah. they are interchangeable in my mind. Uh, but. um. I think he's a nor- Elijah's a northern uh, prophet, whereas Isaiah is a southern. Um, I- I'm pretty sure it was a northern a northern town, but that was like where Gibeah. they were like boiling their children and like was murdering them. G- you know, was it Gibeah? That sounds about right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to go back. Who cares? But the point is, we remember that there is a story where a Jewish city gets sieged by foreigners, and they resort to fighting on the street to see whose child is going to be boiled up. So that it can feed the other children. Some very uh, yeah. uh, Snowpiercer vibes. Yeah, it was sick. That was cool. God, God's cool. Yeah. He did that. God did that. But he but also what's um, is refuge from the storm. Yeah, he's awesome. He's um, what's happening here, I think, is that... So Isaiah has gone on this like crazy... Um, spree of like telling these stories about how awful... Things are going to be, mm-hmm. and I think he like scared himself. <laughs> it's like whenever a dog farts and like wakes up and gets scared. All right, like he scared himself on accident, and now he's like doing a whole praise to the Lord section to like make sure he's, you know, right, 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 mitigating right. any possible. Yeah, just so which you see that a lot, but like, yeah, God's going to kill all the gays. He's going to murder them, but he is a cool guy. I mean, he's got infinite grace. I don't know if I mentioned the whole grace and mercy and infinite love. Mixed in yeah, with, he so definitely sent those hurricanes to destroy New Orleans because they're sinful. Yeah. It was the city of Samaria, by the way, mm. where they had the siege. Um, so it's he starts off with all these great things about how good God is, right? He, yeah, he destroys all these cities and he like humbles all the great enemy nations. But, you know, you've been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat. It's funny to me. That I think I feel safe saying with some assurance, authority. authority, that he is only these things for the poor if they're poor Jews. Uh, yeah, if that. I mean, because they're already well, sure. poor Jews. Like, their life isn't going yeah. great anyway. It's not like he's, like, helping them, like, save up enough money so they can get out of that rental and buy some land. I just think there should be a little asterisk next to... A shelter for the poor. For Jews. That it's like, if you're the good poor. If you're the Jews. Yeah. Racial qualifier. Yeah. 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 Um, so, well, we already said we hate foreigners, but for the poor yes. Jews, 
you know. It's hard to say. I mean, because sometimes it's right. It's like, oh, be nice to the traveling foreigner. But that's like only if it's one of them. Yeah. And it has to be another poor. Actually, I don't think it can be a poor foreigner either. It has to be like a foreigner that's just like passing through. You know, like a cool merchant. Yeah, yeah, like a like a like an Ishmaelite with a nice beard, you know, and he's got some fine Ooh, yeah. wines, but it's like, not yeah. he, he's not allowed to with live like, here. It's got to be a guy with like good vibes. Yeah, yeah, chill dude. But again, like allowed allowed to pass through, not yeah. allowed to stay. This is a nice yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, like maybe if he's a doctor, he can come and stay and have a job and stuff. Right. But if all he does is like, we would cabbages. call him one of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, we're on. The that same sounds page. about right. Yeah, we got. It. That's what God's um, like. So, not so us. That's chapter. Uh, <laughs> what else happens in chapter twenty-five? Um, your silence, the uproar of foreigners. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, it's interesting. Yeah, so, just, uh, do you have something to go? I was going to start at no, uh, I would just verse rambling. six. So yeah, do that. Verse six. Um, he's like, oh yeah, he's going to destroy everyone, blah blah blah, and he's going to take him in the mountain. Um. And in the mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of choice pieces, a feast of wines on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of well-refined wines on the lees. Um, he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The rebuke of his people... He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. So it, it, it's a weird, this is one of those verses, again, of what does it mean and what does it mean after the New Testament. So Isaiah yeah. is like saying, like, hey, don't worry. After all this destruction is done, after the Lord's work is done and he's murdered everybody he needed to kill, after he's hurt all the bad ones. There's going to be a great feast. We're all going to be on the mountain. Uh, he's going to be chilling. We're going to be so fucking happy. Also, there's going to be no more death. And um, we're just going to be chilling. And also, God is going to destroy all nations and reveal himself to them and force everyone to be Jewish. It's such a contradictory thing, yeah. So that's and I think, the plan. I think... And there's probably already tons of scholarship on this. Like, I'm just not even adding anything really to the conversation here. But that's probably why it was adopted somewhat readily, at least, by, like, African slaves in the in Americas. Because it was it's written to these people that are getting fucking fucked over, right? And saying, don't worry, though. We're cutting, you know, down the line. We got this. And so it was really easy for, like plantation owners etc to be like hey you know take this and that's what like all the like old you know i think that was more of a new testament thing about like heavenly uh, some of it but but that's this but the new testament keeps that vein of like right don't worry it's gonna be cool all the bad guys about earthly treasures be cool yeah things things will be righted in the end um i would imagine that most slave owners probably didn't really consider their slaves as having souls or anything i wouldn't i don't know um but still it made this a useful text to be like kind of quell the population right hey keep your eyes down the line this is yeah it's bad now but i like that it's like you want to you want to be some carrot some stick but the carrot isn't real (laughs) 
It's like, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the stick's the real stick as fuck, yeah. It's very real. We'll, you, you, you know the stick is real. But the carrot yeah. is like, yeah, but don't worry, when you're dead, you'll get, you'll get a fucking great carrot. Yeah. So that's just another little interesting thing, I think, about how you can use religion for so many fun things. Uh, and, and also, this is kind of one of the things that... What the fuck is Isaiah talking about? Because there's a lot of things where the tone is like, yeah, the Jews are going to be downtrodden, but God is going to collect us all again and bring us home, and Jerusalem's going to be rebuilt. And most of the time you're like, oh, he's very clearly talking about the post-Babylonic period. When they retake Jerusalem, they're working under the Persians, life is okay. There's a lot of instances where he's definitively talking about that. And then there's instances where he's like, yeah, by the way, there's going to be no more death. And you're like, are you are you saying like a second time? Are we going to get our asses kicked us again and then brought back? Because it's so, it's so similar to the Babylon experience, the Babylon experience of destruction, captivity, freedom. But you're also going to be like, and by the way, uh, all nations are going to kneel to God. Like, well, that, okay, so you're, 90% of that has happened. What's all this other shit? They're like, oh, well, he must be talking about, like, the Antichrist or some shit. Like, all right, well, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. It, it, I don't know. I don't like it. It, it makes it just so hard to, to muddle through, I think. Like, is he talking about heaven? Where he's like, yeah, there's going to be so much fucking cake up there. You know, like, Are you talking about, like, when we retake Jerusalem in, like, 20 years? Like, what, what are we getting yeah. at? Yeah. You know? Well, that's the that's the, I think, the sign of a good prophet is that you kind of make it make flexible, it right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a, Keep a, it open to interpretation. Another example. For on this mountain, the hand of the Lord will rest and Moab shall be trampled down under him as straw is trampled down for the refuse heap. So they're like, yeah, don't worry. When God comes back, he's going to destroy Moab, our sworn enemy. It's like, Moab's been fucking gone for a long time, bro. Like, are you... Yeah. Like, if you're trying to argue that, like, they're talking about the end of days, apocalypse, second coming bullshit, but you're still talking about Moab? I don't really know what you're getting at. It's like a prize boxing fighter, like, heavyweight champion saying that he's going to beat up his, like, grade school bully. It's like, right, man, come right, on. I guess. That guy's that guy killed himself like yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, he died ten years ago. Like, yeah, well when I come back on my feet, I'm gonna kick his ass. Like he's It's like, dude, you you're the world champ. What why are you, are you talking about that as if it's in the future tense? Yeah, yeah. It's, Don't worry, it is strange. Moab's gonna come back. Um that's twenty five. I've had it. Uh twenty six is Isaiah goes full like toady mode. Now he's just really you know Yep, standing behind God, yelling uh, how great he is, what he's going to do. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. So again, yeah, God's ultra merciful and takes care of everyone, but only if you deserve it. Yeah. Um, Which is a good way to be like, well, what the hell? My life sucks. Yeah, you suck. Which is funny because that's exactly, wasn't the the opposite of the fucking point of Job? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, if your life sucks, God must hate you. He he shows merciful to those who deserve mercy, and he's like, I didn't do anything. You know, yeah, fuck you, asshole. I, I think Job is kind of a Rorschach test, anyways. Like you can kind <laughs> it of doesn't mean anything. You just take, whatever the fuck you see in yeah, it. I guess I don't know. That, that is kind of one of those funny things. Like, yeah, God loves widows. He'll take care of them. Like I know a lot of widows whoring themselves out of the street. Yeah, yeah. So I know a lot of, of them. I might even say <laughs> I know most. You can't even say you have a stable of them. Yeah, I would say I have 
you know, an addiction. Sure. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was picturing you as like an entrepreneur, not a John. But oh, anyway. oh that, um, that's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Lord comes to me in my distress. Blah blah blah. As a pregnant woman about to give birth, rise and cries out in pain. So were we in your presence, Lord. Isaiah, you don't know what the fuck it's like to give a yeah, baby. Yeah, I don't really right? know. Step so what back. is your what is Isaiah saying? Like this is a <laughs> the, the our ascension into heaven will be like the pain of childbirth. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> It says, we were with child, we writhed in labor, but we gave birth to wind. Then we just farted? <laughs> We've all been <laughs> there. We've all been there. <laughs> I thought I was pregnant. I just said, Sometimes fart. I do all-you-can-eat sushi, and that is... I am fucking... I am hurting afterwards. Fair enough. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's 26. There's nothing else in there. So fuck that book that whole chapter uh it's just him talking about how god's good but doing it very cryptically kill all our enemies murder them all everyone blah 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 blah. um yeah hide from his wrath sounds like it's like reminiscent of uh the angel of death coming through egypt yeah and that's another thing it's like um uh there's a lot of like, yes, the fire of your enemy shall devour them. Lord, you will establish peace for us as you have done for all our works in us. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you will make them dead. They'll be deceased, punished, and destroyed. Made all their memory to perish. Blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's a lot of like, it's kind of what I was thinking of like, there's a lot of verses in Isaiah where they're like, ah, oh, yes, you see, he's referring to the the mercy of God that will be reborn in Jesus and the, the attestation of this prophecy when the second, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but nobody mentions all the parts where God's like, by the way, I'm going to fucking burn them down. I'm going to like <laughs> turn their fucking orphanage into a trash heap. Yeah. He's, he's a man of uh, many faces. Uh, the many faced God. Uh, uh, 20 chapter 27. No, I was gonna say 20. Uh, oh, come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment, until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. So it's, it's like, oh yeah, everything's going to be so good. But also, there's going to be a coming... I don't know what you were. It's not the rapture. I don't, what, what do you call this? Like apocalypse? I think it's just got God going for a joyride. <laughs> but basically he's like, hey, just so you're aware, go inside and hide. Because I'm going to kill so many fucking people that there's not enough earth to bury them. It's badass. Mine says that the earth is going to actually open up and show everyone that ever died. That's also going to happen. That's how it reads. You know, yeah. That's fun. Okay, that's chapter 26. Um, chapter 27. I wrote why here. Why did I write why? In that God's day, the Lord will... Leviathan? Oh, yeah, that's that's right. In that day, the Lord will punish with his sword, his fierce, great, and powerful sword, Leviathan, the gliding serpent, Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the sea. All this right, is... so like now he's dipping into Norse mythology. I was going to say, you're... you're... You're there almost. Okay, so technically Leviathan is probably based on oh, I fucking forgot the name. 
uh, it's a Sumerian snake. Babylonian as well. Oh, okay. But basically, there, there's a lot of Sumerian and Babylonian stories about their main god fighting Talon? Tatan? Fuck it. I have to look it up. Some guy. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, like, the Babylonians had a story about how their god was going to fight a magic serpent and they were going to kick his ass. And then by the time you get to uh, Jewish text, they're like, oh, yeah, and God's going to fight the Leviathan, you know? And it's not really. It's mentioned, but it's not like a major story, right? There's not like a huge story about how God's going to wrestle with Leviathan and kick his ass, and it's going to be a huge battle, as it was in the yeah. as it was when the Babylonians did it. So when they translate, they kind of downplayed it. Yeah, Christianity then reaches, uh, you know, um, the Vikings and and, the, and those territories. Christianity reaches them. They didn't really keep a written record of their mythology before that time, Norse mythology. So by the time they do write it down, it's been infected with Christian uh, uh, mythology. So then when Thor comes on, like, oh, yeah, and he's going to fight this giant fucking snake. So it's just weird that, like, when the Jews stole from the Babylonians, they're like, yeah, keep the snake thing, I guess, but tone it down. And then when it went back to the – then when it got translated again to Norse, they're like, yeah, fucking giant-ass snake. We love this <laughs> Let's shit. Let's get the snake Let's going. Get a fucking snake, a big-ass weapon. Our God's going to fight When they're snake. right, they're right. It's cool. That's one thing they did yeah. right. <laughs> a lot they did a lot of stuff right? yeah, yeah. um let's see they killed a bunch of french people um <laughs> da, 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 da. sing about a fruitful vineyard okay there's really the not Lord's much watching more to over this. it yeah who cares yeah, that's fine uh i like verse 12 through 13 there at the end and that day the lord will thresh from the flowing euphrates to the wadi of egypt which is basically the all that they knew was of the world right um which is all, a, a tiny, tiny portion of the world, I'll point yeah. out. Um, yeah, God's going to thresh everything there. It's going to be gathered up. He's going to bring all the Jews back together. A trumpet's going to sound. Everyone that was being hurt by Assyrians in Egypt are going to come together on a mountain and have a big-ass party by Jerusalem. The end. Hashtag end times. What's, what's funny is, like, again... What is Isaiah talking about? He's talking about, yeah, when all our enemies are destroyed, we're going to go back to Jerusalem. We're going to have a fucking great time. Now... By the time this book was written, that's already occurred. Babylon's destroyed. The Persians have accomplished them. So this is like one of those, another one of the verses where they're like, yeah, well, they're not. Yeah, obviously they did that and they got their asses kicked again. And then, you know, obviously Muslims and stuff. Uh, but what we're saying is that this is now, even though by Isaiah's time, you can make the argument that this is a prophecy that's already come true. But because it came true in kind of a lame way, they're like, no, no, it, that wasn't the real one. Which is pretty much a, a very Jew trait or Christian trait anyway. They're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, Messiah came, but not, not a good one. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be bigger and better. Um, that's chapter 27. Chapter 28. Ooh, woe to the leaders of Ephraim and Judah. All right. We're back on our mean shit. Yeah. God's mean again. Yeah, and a frame um, again. Bunch which of fucking the, nobodies. Uh, they're gone. At this point, right? Yeah, I I don't know because they were the northern tribe. I, well, a frame, mostly? a frame, a frame would hold a series of very important cities, but they would take them and they took them from Jerusalem. Uh, and Jerusalem had a major beef with a frame because they took a couple of their port towns. Babylon okay. like took a couple of their heavy trade route cities and then like gave them to a frame. I don't know. It, sure. I don't think that they're, it's not like they're the Moabites and shit where they're definitely fucking gone. A frame is its own thing, but um, wasn't is a frame one of the tribes? Isn't 
like yeah. next to Benjamin? Ephraim and Manasseh were the two right. tribes that came from Joseph. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're Jews. Why are we so fucking pissed yeah. at them? Well, it says Ephraim and Judah. So it is talking about Jewish tribes. Okay. All right. For for this chapter. And so it's just going off about how the leaders because they, you know, it talks about how the priests were getting drunk, mm-hmm. which like, yeah. Yeah, um, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're not getting any pussy. Oh, I guess Jewish priests do. Never mind. Yeah. Wait, do they? Mm-hmm, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. The Levites Catholics really fucking fumble the ball of that. Yeah, like, what? come on. Guys, yeah. you could solve a lot of big problems yeah. if you just let them get... Bussy is not the some. answer. It makes you forget no. what the problem was in the first place. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, just talking about how basically they were misled. Which, um, rightfully so. I mean, there were some really shitty leaders in there. Um they're a bunch of drugs. A really funny, a really funny part is like halfway through twenty eight. Um, it says it's talking about how this awful stuff's going to happen. The understanding of this message will bring sheer terror. All right, so now you're ready. That sets you up for like a really crazy metaphor to come in. Mm-hmm. Here, here it goes. The bed is too short to stretch out on, and the blanket is too narrow to wrap around you. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I need a bigger blankie. Guys, I like they're like, yeah, you have sworn yourself to death and made a pact with hell. So you're going to you're going to have a rough night. You're going to have a little tiny bed to sleep on. A little tiny bed. <laughs> it's just so funny with all this like horrible imagery. And again, it's a nation full of drunks. They probably sleep on the floor. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. whatever, man. They're, fucking, they're just hanging out with like they're using goats as pillows. Like, what do you fucking they don't care. Yeah. Um, so then it talks about some more metaphors. Uh, when a farmer plows for planting, does he plow continually? Does he keep on breaking up and working the soil? When he's leveled the surface, does he not sow caraway and scatter cumin? Ooh, fun. Uh, does he not plant wheat in its place, barley? So it says God instructs him and teaches him the right way. I guess it's saying that, you know, you go through phases and you got to, you know, know how to do your job. Which the leaders didn't, I mean, do you but the farmer knows how because God showed us how to farm. I missed that verse in the Bible. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, what chapter are you on? Or what verse? I'm, I'm like in the back half of 28. Right. Like, I, 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 that's around. I, I do want to touch on something. Okay. Um, whom will he teach knowledge and whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk, those just drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people, to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may rest the weary to rest. You may cause the weary to rest. Okay. Um, all right. So what, what what is he saying there? So basically he's saying that, like, apparently people would make fun of Isaiah um, because he is very semantic, I guess, because he repeats himself a lot and he like slathers on like, yeah, by the way, woe to a frame. And people are like, yeah, man, just get to the fucking point. He's like, yeah, well, okay, all right, you think you understand? What Am I talking to a baby? I got to I gotta do all this stuff because it's fucking important. They're like, you're boring, Isaiah. Oh, uh, that's why he says that shit later on that I read. That's like, you got to deal, you know, for different crops, you got to do different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming that he sees himself as like making this a universal message, which obviously it is not. By just and it's funny that he was already getting teased. Yeah, but the his, f- con- by his contemporaries. The funny bit. 
For with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to his people. So what he's saying, he's like, yeah, by the way, God is going to speak in tongues to these people. Because the Assyrians were coming in and killing them. And the Assyrians are the ones speaking in tongues. They're speaking in tongues because these people don't speak Assyrian. And they're like, what is all that fucking click language they're doing over there? Blah, 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 blah. That's what they sound like, bro. Like, it'd be like if, like, um... It'd be like if, like in the 1940s, Isaiah was around, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, and we're gonna be attacked by a foreign nation. They're all gonna be, like, you know." And then yeah. later, you couldn't and then have done later, like, you couldn't have done it. What you couldn't have done a fucking German accent joke. <laughs> and then later, and, uh, and then later in a tent in Idaho, there's a bunch of guys walking around with snakes going. Oh, Wait, why are the snakes in Idaho? I don't know. I was, gonna, I was, I was whipping back to 9-11. But <laughs> okay. They're like, you know. Oh, oh, oh. These oh, are fun. Oh. Okay. The point is, is that they didn't understand the language, so they just were like, yeah. They didn't even release this episode. <laughs> this whole episode is trash. They're like, they're like, you hear the way these fucking weirdos talk? They're speaking in tongues. And then like 2,000 years later, there's a bunch of guys rolling around in a field with snakes all over their arms speaking in tongues, quote, unquote, and curing stroke injuries and stuff good for them it's just funny i guess uh let's imagine if you will if isaiah was around during the time of like the native american wars you know Mm -hmm. and then people are just like running around going okay i see like like we're just gonna see i've got like 18 more of these (laughs) all right this episode is gonna be awesome i'm just gonna wait a few weeks and delete it you'll never notice uh Chapter 29 is all about um, woe to Jerusalem. They start calling Jerusalem Ariel, though, without any explanation. Uh, it says Ariel means line of God. They're like, yeah, it's a nickname for Jerusalem. But, like, only here. There's nowhere else. Is it not mentioned during... Um, no. I did a search. I did a term search for the words they're using here. Hmm. It's only in Ezra and Isaiah. And we haven't even got to Ezra yet, right? I don't That's think. That's weird. Because yeah. you would think so that like, if it oh, was yeah, written during the time of Proverbs or Psalm, well, I guess those are books that took place hundreds of years prior to Isaiah. I don't know if there's it, a... Hmm. It's like if you're like, oh, yeah, I was hanging out in Pimp City, and everyone's like, what's Pimp City? And you're like, oh, that's the nickname for Orlando. And you're like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the only one who calls it Pimp City. <laughs> Uh, Orlando is Pimp City. It's one of the uh, sex tourism <laughs> That's capitals of, its of the nicknames. world. Yeah. I guess that actually is true. Yeah, you, I forgot you, about I, that. You inadvertently landed on the correct answer. Dark. Um, so yeah, just very weird. He's talking dark. about all the all the tr- yeah, all the trouble that Jerusalem's going to go through. Every conference that like is hosted at Disney, like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah, uh, the Florida project. Just trucking in it's a bunch that. of 14-year-old Colombian girls. Oh, I didn't know it was that used bad. used and tossed I guess aside. I could have it's fucking gross. It, ladies, if your husband is coming in town for like a conference on new telecommunication lighting equipment, that's not what he's doing. He's getting erotic massages in the hotel room from a tight Colombian girl. Yep, he's jerking off on the It's a Small World ride. Oh, that too. So anyway, <laughs> are we on chapter yeah, 29, Woe to Jerusalem? I think we can skip 29 fully. Yeah. It's just... Jerusalem's going to get destroyed. We knew that. Yeah. Over and over again, he says it. Uh, chapter 30, woe to the obstinate nation. Woe to the obstinate children. 
declares the Lord, to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin. So basically anyone, you know what? Oh, you guys went and sought shelter in Egypt because I totally fucked over your nation and that's where you went to hide. Fuck you. That's all he's saying. <laughs> it is kind of funny because, I mean, he's touched on this. This is this is exactly what happened with Ahaz and Isaiah. So Ahaz was at war with Assyria, and he melted down. I think Syria. No, Assyria. Oh, okay. The, after okay. Assyria destroyed the northern tribes, they invaded gotcha. into Jerusalem and oh, sieged. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, um, at that point. And uh, Ahaz, the king of Judah, is like, well, I'm going to raid the temple for all its gold and I'm going to give it to Egypt so they will come and help us out. And Isaiah's like, don't do that. Don't trust the Egyptians. Trust God. And also don't take my fucking money, you know? And I, and Ahaz is like, yeah, get fucked asshole. Get out of here. I'm going to pay off the Egyptians. And the Egyptians do come to the rescue, do fight off the Assyrians. Ahaz lives a long, happy life, but Isaiah still can't let it fucking go. He's like, yeah, what are people who, trust egypt when i told them to trust god how'd that work out and it's like pretty well actually yeah it was fine and also it's not like god's uh, doing such a great job like jerusalem was never cool at best they were very efficient at murdering you know david and solomon yeah. did a very good job of killing foreigners that was about as good as it got um 31 or sorry 30 and 31 that's all he talks about for both chapters is about you know, basically being friends with anyone. God's trying to gaslight them, right? And yep. to not having any other sort of outside influence, not having any allies. <laughs> I'm the only one who cares about you, etc. Et I'm the only one that cares about you. All your friends are lying behind your back. You can't trust yeah. them. If you get hurt, don't call your mom. You know she's never taking your side the way I do. Yeah, except they say it way dumber in the Bible. For instance, this is what the Lord said. This is in 31. I'm skipping way ahead. This is what the Lord says to me. As a lion growls, a great lion over its prey, and though a whole band of shepherd is called to... Uh, called together against it, it is not frightened by their shouts or disturbed by their clamor. So the Lord Almighty will come down to do battle on Mount Zion and on its heights. Like birds hovering overhead, the Lord Almighty will shield Jerusalem. He will shield and deliver it. He will pass over it and will rescue it. So he's like all these little shepherd boys, Mm -hmm. right? Egypt, Assyria, whoever else you want to make friends with. I'm a fucking lion. All right? I'll eat every goddamn shepherd you send at me. And also I'll protect you. But, you know, that's when I'm being nice. The way that a lion protects its murdered prey that it killed, so will God come down and defend us. Precisely. But also, God didn't do that. Yeah. No, he didn't do any of this. Yeah. Um, he continu- In 31, continues to talk about Assyria will fall by no human sword. A sword not of mortals will devour him. He said, I'm going to do it myself. Which he uh, didn't do. But again, that's okay. It's more of the Persians, which I think would be considered a fairly human sword. Did the Persians defeat Assyria or did the Babylonians defeat Assyria? I, I think can't the remember. Persians did. I don't know. Who defeated Assyria? Might be the Babylonians. I love Googling during that. Oh, no, the Babylonians. Nice. But the point stands, nice. a human sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I'm not quite sure what the argument. Well, so they did fall by the sword of man, but God's taking credit. So technically it's now become a divine sword. Well, if God told them to do it. Right. Right. Right, right. In the same way that, like, like it's like how we say George Bush did nine eleven. I was just going to say George Bush did nine eleven. I was going to be like, yeah, human planes will not destroy the towers. 
be like, well, what? Like, well, technically they were being controlled by a puppet state yeah. trying to uh, yeah. incite America to war in the Middle East. I mean, you know. But hey, he's done a bunch yep. of paintings now. He's all right. Oh yeah, George Bush was hanging out with like Ellen. So Jesus Christ, another great person. Uh, let's let's zip through. All right, chapter thirty-two, the Kingdom of Righteousness. All right, now we're talking about a Kingdom of Righteousness. <laughs> um, I don't know. Basically, predicting See, that a good king is going to come over and take over, which doesn't happen unless he's talking about Hezekiah. But because Hezekiah was kind of a good king, but he didn't save Israel. I don't really know what the point is. Yeah, and then the second half of that chapter, he talks to the women of Jerusalem, which is nice, acknowledging that they exist. Hello, ladies. For a brief moment. You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more than a year, you who feel secure will tremble. The grapes of the harvest will fall. The harvest of fruits will not come. Blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You're fucked, too. You know, I'm talking about this war stuff. Guess what? Y'all aren't getting out of this. Kind of incel vibes, as per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it feels unnecessary. Like, duh, if everyone's getting burned and cities are collapsing, presumably the women are there for it. I like that Isaiah is like, yeah, Ephraim, you're all a bunch of fucking drunks. But almost all of his imagery is like, yeah, you bitches, you're going to suffer and all the vines are going to be gone. And when God's in heaven and we all come back, there's going to be so much wine. And then when we finish this up, there's going to be wine. And then when God destroys, he's going to destroy all the vineyards. And when he's back, all our vineyards are going to be good again. Like, dude's obsessed. Yeah, it does just sound like the rantings of a madman the more and more we get into this. Um, Chapter 33, we're almost done. Distress and help. Woe to your destroyer, you who have not been destroyed. Woe to your betrayer, you who have not been betrayed. What? Uh, It's the same old, like, we we can even skip this. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, when you're in distress, pray to God. Also, I'm going to destroy Zion. Also, bitches need to watch out. Also, I'm going to destroy all of Israel. I'm also going to destroy all of Israel's enemies. But the people that are cool, I'm going to keep around, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 34, same shit. Judgment on all the nations. I'm going to kill everybody. You heard it. Uh, by the way, Jerusalem's going to come back better than it was. Also, I'm going to kill everybody. By the way, I'm going to destroy all the nations. 35, Zion's going to be great. Don't worry. In the future, it's going to be great. I'm going to fucking the kill The joy him. of the redeemed. We're going to come back, baby. The Lord is going to... I like... There's a couple cool lines in 34 real quick. My sword has drunk its fill in the heavens. See, it descends in judgment on Edom. The people I've totally destroyed. Yeah, like a long-ass time ago, whatever. The sword of the Lord is bathed in blood. It is covered with fat. The blood of lambs and goats, fat from the kidneys of rams. Damn. Jesus, dude. Fucking. Are they trying to say that, like, all the sacrifices gave him power? Giving it sword power? Or are they talking about the fact that these guys just like to murder animals? Uh, Yeah, I think he's just killing animals. I'm assuming it's from everything that's sacrificed to him. Yeah. Yeah. So the Lord's going to have a day of retribution. He's going to destroy Edom. He's going to do all that. 35, like you said. Yay, redemption. Um, They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. Okay, happy ending. Yay, yay. Now we're like halfway done with Isaiah. Thank God. Um, At the end of uh, 35... Uh, a highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness, 
The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go upon it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing may flee away. So, okay. again, there was a bunch of Jews that got captured and taken away, and then later walked back to Jerusalem, and were like, yeah, life's great. My Bible is trying so hard. You can just see them drip. Like, but, but what they really mean here is the second coming of Christ. And the highway of holiness is technically highway to heaven for the redeemed from the blood of Christ. And when they go to heaven, they'll be singing. And Zion is sign language for heaven. And all this means New Testament. Don't The fact that it is very clearly referencing the post-Babylonian exile, ignore that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, guys. Dude, trust me. Huh, that's it. That's enough. That's like 10 fucking... 11, I guess, technically. 11 oh. chapters we just read. Well, air quotes, read. Uh, I only read some of those. I feel like we're so but past it, but gist. remember that whole, like... I just think about what this podcast was like when we started. It's like, uh, you know, you can just point to any part of the Bible and, like... Just be like, I'm, I can find a way to apply this to my life, and I wonder what message God has for me. And it's like, we're getting to such bullshit. We're like, no, this sucks. It, it, it's yeah, it too doesn't. specific. It's too obvious. There's no wisdom. It's uh, I, Again, I think that Isaiah was tripping balls. And what is the Probably point? Some- Why is this even in there? Who cares? Why is it so important that we, the reader, know that Isaiah prophesize the destruction of a fuck ton of nations and stuff especially when it's written like i mean i guess that has to do with more because obviously the writers of these books didn't consider it as part of an anthology as it is now so we kind of have to blame the jews and the catholics for yeah. the fact that they would put isaiah after what was the last book we just read god it's been so fucking long the uh kings second kings so no, we, that was a while back. That was a while yeah. back. But my point is, like, Isaiah is talking prophecy. Oh, someday we're going to do this, and it's going to be great. Blah 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 blah. But it's during Kings or before yeah. Kings even ended. Before Kings yeah. even ended, and it's like I guess I can understand, but I would have split up Kings or something because it's like, yeah, don't worry, and then Babylon will be destroyed, and we'll all come back. Like, yeah, we know, we've known. I, I don't really know yeah. what the point is of a prophecy after it's already happened. I mean, cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate that we decided to read this, huh? It's bad. But any any of it. I want to get to the Book of Mormon. So I'll do it. We'll get there. We'll get there someday. Man, I, I was talking with a real quick on that. I was talking with a guy from a, a local reverend here in mm-hmm. Utah. They have uh, those in Mormon country? A black church. Hmm. Yeah. Like a regular like a like a Baptist church. Oh, okay. So like Southern guy grew up in Georgia. Yuck. And talking to him about his, how he got out here and his experiences and stuff. He got out here in like the seventies mm-hmm. and like was a, was not only a pastor, but also was it like a teacher at the Isn't university. Isn't that before <laughs> the Mormons allowed black people in the church? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. He's a, he was a professor at the university of Utah, also a pastor of a local church. 
got invited to like give a lecture at BYU, mm-hmm. and they kicked him off the campus for having an afro. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, and like man, he had some choice words for for the church. Yeah, the LDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll talk. We'll talk more about that when we get into their their book down the line. That would be a lot of fun. We need to fucking hurry up this. <laughs> Bible shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up. How many? Uh, I mean, we've got a lot, right? Like, I, I know we're like, how much? How many we're books until halfway. we get to the? We're we're past the halfway point because we're getting just boring shit. Which is good because it's been like three years. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what's the podcast? Like, it's like a book club. Like, yeah, what books do you do? Ah, just the one. Just the one. Just taking our fucking sweet ass time with it. Because uh, like, how much until we get to like the New Testament? A long time, right? I mean, we're on page about eight hundred in my Bible, right? And the New Testament starts on page about one eleven hundred. So um, it's hard to read. I don't know. That's like one, two. The book of Matthew two, is the first book of the New Testament, right? Yeah. Because we got like Joel and Jeremiah. Five. Six, seven. It's like eight more books. Maybe awful. nine. Oh, yeah, I missed Malachi. Like nine more books. Yeah, whatever. But a lot of them are, none of them are as long as Isaiah. Yeah. Jeremiah is kind of long. God. And it's going to be sort of like this. We might end up giving it the Isaiah treatment. But then it gets way more narrative. Like Daniel's going to be fun, mm-hmm. right? Daniel in the lion's den. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got uh, at least a couple cool things coming down the line. It's been so long since I read the Book of Mormon. I'm looking forward to it. I could have sworn there was something about them fighting over a magic sword. It just seemed absolutely fucking great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Well, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, at IrrevelationsP. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of action on there lately, or have you been? I haven't. I don't follow um, them because I don't want to get in trouble. You know, when uh, we're, we're not one of those Twitters where we try to comment on everything. What was that? Remember, like, those yeah. two brothers that were, like, constantly dogging on Trump? Ugh, the Krasensteins. Krasensteins. That was awful. And then what? who's the other yeah. guy that um, was, like, the last survivor of that, you know? Uh, he, he's the one that, like, famously, like, after Biden was president, he's like, well, I guess I'll just go read a book or something, you know? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Who gives a shit? He was like, that was actually funny that he did that. Yeah, um, like, oh, yeah. But the rest of it, he was just a douchebag. Yeah, like, they're all they're all of them douchebags. Be like, Donald Trump ate a sandwich. He was like, yeah, he would. He's a fucking, he loves, he wants to fuck his daughter. I'm like, I got it, man. I, You know, you can't just yeah. comment on every little thing with the first. I, I'm just not interested. That's not who we are. So action yeah. when we when we find that very specific niche joke that we fit with. Well, you can't drive engagement without a. Uh, Without content, I don't give so. a shit about fucking engagement. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. There's no one I hate more than our listeners, so they can. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think that our podcast, and I hate saying this, uh-huh. but we probably don't even belong on Twitter. We're too Reddit. We're a Reddit yeah. style podcast. We're just a bunch of cunts. Yeah, and we got we're losers. And I'm way banned off of Reddit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I need to make us a Reddit. You need to make I guess. us a Reddit account, which you got because you got us banned Reddit. the first time too. We're not good anywhere. I think. No, it? I only got us banned from one subreddit. Uh, and it's because they were being assholes. Mm. They kept on taking down my memes and being like, there already was this meme, just because I used the same format. Mm. And I messaged the mods, and I was like, hey, like, what? This is what different. is up with your auto-moderator? Yeah. No one is this. I just made this meme. It's never been made before. And they're like, fuck off and ban me. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> Christian. <laughs> I don't think they're, like, really Christians over there. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um I don't. I shouldn't have been posting there anyways. They're a bunch of losers. Yeah, a bunch of maybe posting in the fun places. Mm. Our um, Christianity, our Catholicism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I am. Uh, it's weird being banned off Reddit because I still have all my accounts, right? So I can like read 
and I can yeah. read the articles, which you is probably what I should have been doing, but I can't post, which I never did anyway. I don't care. But I can't comment, yeah. which was my main thing, right? Yeah. I like spreading hate. Uh, and apparently yeah. Reddit is against that now, those fucking losers. But um, Well, I got us banned from Twitter. You got banned from Reddit. Let's just switch roles. You take over the I'll Twitter. I'll Twitter, I'll, yeah. make a, I'll make a Reddit and see what I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, you can email us at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Let's, uh, let's finish up. I want to talk about something. So, war in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, to the surprise I'm, I'm, of nobody. Yeah, but it's not even like it's so much less than what everyone was drumming it up to be. It's just like places that are already uh, separatists, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to back our separatists there." It's it's all proxy. Everyone's like, "It's going to be World War Three, Blah. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, we're not going to fight up. over two provinces yeah. in Ukraine. Well, who knows? I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll fucking kill them. I don't if we think- do, I don't care. Obviously, I can't be drafted, so I'm fine with that. I would say that I'm gay or trans, but I don't think that matters anymore. They'll just take anything warm. Yeah, they will. They'll take any warm body, not like, you know. I mean, they'll take you when you're coming in, but after you're in, you can rape whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to be warm. And then straight to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, saw, uh, I saw like a bunch of Ukrainians talking about it. And yeah. I guess uh, there's a general confusion because obviously Putin did the same thing with Crimea with Obama. Like, hey, we're showing up. We're going to take it. Sanctions, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then, which was odd because, like, the first thing Trump does when he gets back, I was like, we got to roll back those sanctions, guys. Russia's pretty cool. Like, we got to do that. Like, I know there's no pressure or reason, but this is, like, literally the first thing I want to do is yeah. relax sanctions against uh, Russia for Crimea. And then they're like, yeah, well, uh, uh, Biden's or uh, Obama. They said Obama was a pussy because he let Russia take Crimea. But then no mention of the fact that Obama or that Trump immediately rolled back the only thing that Obama did to punish Russia. Right. So, yeah, I know. but, uh, but now oh. like Ukraine, like they're, they're rolling back all these sanctions. And then Trump just went on television and was like, yeah, Putin's a genius. The way he's like, say, which is funny. Cause like only Trump would think that Putin is a genius. Like it's such a fucking like basic move. Like they, they have been leading up to this and just laying it out. Like, yeah, I hope those independent separatists don't declare their independence and make us have to come in there. And then like, like, Oh shit, those independent separatists clear their independence i guess i gotta go in there like it's just baby town frolics basic dumb shit which is why it's so funny that trump's like brilliant that's the fucking smartest guy he looks so strong the way he did that thing he said he was gonna do for weeks and weeks in advance yeah 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 it's uh but pretty, uh, i mean the guy's pretty predictable yeah but at this point. i thought uh, it was interesting because like ukraine talked about it and they're like why are you guys so angry like biden's like we're gonna fucking roll in there with tanks and ukraine was like guys they do this like every fucking year like, yeah. I don't know, is, is Russia... It's because it's starting to thaw out. Yeah. It's like Russia fucking coming at our borders. That's just every day. What do you... Why are you guys out? Yeah. Why is everyone freaking the fuck out? So... I am genu- genuinely of the stance that I hope they just take it, and then it's, like, over. Yeah. And I don't have to hear about it. That's it. Like, I understand that it may ruin a lot of people's lives, and a lot of people die or whatever. If I don't have to hear about it anymore, <laughs> clean my hands of the whole thing. Uh, I heard... You know... I- I heard it was a, and uh, I've been hearing this a lot. I heard a long time ago, uh, there was a famous Angela Merkel, the former prime minister of Germany. What was her role? Yeah. President? Prime uh, minister. Chancellor. Right? Chancellor. 
Prime something yeah, something Nazi sounding, but um, was like meeting with Putin, and apparently she's fiercely afraid of dogs, and like yeah. Putin just shows up and is like, oh hey, by the way, there's a loose fucking dog in the room. I'll be like huge fucking Russian dogs just walking around, you know. Uh, thought that you know he sounds like thought it'd be funny. Who he sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because he's like, yeah, he'll be like, I heard you don't like huge dogs. Here's fucking new. Like, why would anyone do this? But Putin's just a fucking classic dick. I'm not joking. You would do that. I would do that. I would do that. That's funny. But the point was, is like, Angel- they're like, Angela Merkel, what do you think about, like, Putin showing up with a fucking loose dog? And Angela, in typical, you know, Angela Merkel in typical, like, uh, brutal fashion, because she's pretty pretty sharp was like yeah that's what they do russia sucks it's like that's all they got is little <laughs> fucking games and little fucking trolling and like online attacks on the u.s like they don't make anything they have a little bit of oil and they, they don't do anything like who gives a shit that's all they have they're a weak kid lobbing spitballs from the back of the room because they're failing math like who gives a shit about russia and then yeah. moving forward the same thing that he was like all they do is make gas we're going electric, eat shit. Like, all these little border patrol, but that's the main reason that... Um, well, Germany shouldn't be talking any shit about making gas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay.